was totally irresponsible parenting. Not according to the internet. Where on the internet? Dax, it's time for your bath. But I missed my show. Don't argue with me, young man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. <laughs> You're my children, and I love you, but you're all terrible. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Geek Parenting Podcast. I am Johnny Yvonne the Boards. You can find me in the bushes out in front of your house. I don't have bushes yet. Okay. Yeah, well, you can, find me on, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, this uh, is safe for work. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Stefan. I'm sorry about that. You can find me at White Enchilada 1. <laughs> and stepping all over me is uh, James, a.k.a. Nerdy at Home Dad. Hey guys, Nerdy at Home Dad, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, what else am I on? YouTube, Tender, Twitch. Grinder. Is that the sandwich no, app? You yeah. can't. The sandwich don't, app. Now don't, people are going to like be signing up for Grinder looking for. <laughs> well, if they're going to bring me sandwiches, then <laughs> I'm all for is it. not for sandwiches. But there's a sandwich but shop right yeah, over there. Yeah, called Grinders. Mm, it's not the Is app. that not a sandwich app? Is that not a sandwich app? App? No. place? No, you're going to be severely disappointed. All right, well, we should know they're going to be severely <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> it's a mutual disappointment. But we've started, uh, sh- Jay has started doing some live streaming on Twitch. The cutest Twitch streamer uh, in the interwebs. We, we don't have a camera. Mouth. Yeah, we don't have a camera yet, so all you hear is him yelling at Legos because he's playing Lego Force Awakens. That kid does yell. Sorry, I know, we, we're like a year behind schedule for the game, or maybe two years. It's still cute, though. Yeah, it's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and then you can find those videos as well on our YouTube channel. Uh, we are actually also starting another YouTube show with Corey from Watchtower Cafe. It's so funny. Uh, we're, what are we calling it? Uh, uh, Auntie An- Corey Explains the Movies. <laughs> Auntie Corey Explains the Movies. She's, and <laughs> this first episode, it's going to be really hilarious. Just a little teaser. She explains uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. And I'm going to try to get that episode up before the con. So the premise is we have little kids. So, you know, Jay's on this first one. We're going to try to get Lily on and any other kids that we, you know, we can we can coerce to come on. And Corey will have action figures and toys and and Funko Pops and stuff. And the kids will play with it and ask questions about the movie that these characters are from. Yeah. But they're all like super rated R horror yeah. films and she's trying to explain it in a kid friendly, safe way. And it's hilarious it's so funny. watching her try <laughs> to do this. And this all stemmed from there was one day Jay and I were here at here at the shop and uh, Corey had a pinhead Funko Pop and Jay starts asking, What's that? What mo- is that from a movie? What do all the why does he have pins all in his she's head? Like, because he uh, likes <laughs> so he doesn't lose. <laughs> likes the pain. He's a sewing enthusiast. Why does he like it? <laughs> and then uh, she turned around. She had a sweater on that had a xenomorph, and he started asking her all about xenomorphs. And it was the she, she was the most awkward explainer <laughs> of like that was what when is <laughs> too much. That was when, when the, uh, I say it. That's not like stepping over when the warrior know. princess joined the uh, Power Rangers. Oh, it's the xenomorph. <laughs> Z- yeah. Yes. Anyway, who are you and where can we <laughs> find you? Oh. Sorry, Stefan. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm Tui the Human, the Jedi barista of State Street, also head janitor in charge of Watchtower Cafe, where you can find me making the drinks, mopping the floors, 1588 South State Street in uh, Salt Lake City, the geekiest coffee shop in 
all of her th- 616. Vote for Sun City Weekly. Yeah. Unless, it, unless that's I know it's already it's passed. Over. It's over. Well, go back in time. So get <laughs> find, time find you a Superman to fly around the world a few times, take it back a week, and vote for us. I don't think it has to be a week. Uh, anyway. Uh, like four days. Yeah. <sighs> I go back in a week because I I did some things I need fixed. Yeah, so. give, give me a week. Yeah, give me a week. Eh, let let let's take it back to the beginning. Just just go back to 1985 if you can. And our guest. <laughs> well, we'll have several guests, Sorry, but guest. this is our first guest. The one sitting at a microphone. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm Jared Kwan. I'm a panelist at the upcoming uh, Solid Comic Con. I'm also uh, the president of the League of Utah Writers. Mm-hmm. I'm also the on the board for the Cultural Arts Society of West Jordan, which is their arts council. Also on the board for the Eagle Mountain Arts Alliance. Uh, I'm also the executive director of Big World Network, which is a nonprofit uh, publishing house. Um, nice. And, and also you all and I around talk cool guy, super <laughs> supportive of Watchtower and geek parent himself. Absolutely. I love five kids, and I love the Watchtower Cafe. It's one of my favorite places to go. Yeah. Yeah, we love Jared. All right, little geeky wiki news. Geeky wiki, geeky wiki, geeky wiki. That's our theme song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Tokyo. We're we're not gonna do a ton of geeky wiki this week because we have, like I said, we have a lot of guests. This is the panelist edition. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, one of the first things. This dude's wearing some sweet shorts. Sorry, I know you at home can't see that, but this dude is wearing some sweet <laughs> right, shorts. Take a picture outside. so we can post it. Uh-huh. That's nah, a that's, I think that's <laughs> a. Uh, anyway, Geeky go out Wiki. and ask him. I just hope he doesn't try to do lunges or oh, anything okay. in those shorts. <laughs> They're old uh, gym coach shorts, folks. <laughs> They're pink too. Anyways, uh, anyway, uh, legendary actor Harry Dean Stanton died yeah. this last week. Sad day. Sad. Day. He was 91, so you know he lived a good life. Yeah. It was funny. So I saw a picture of him, uh, but it was one of, uh, one of his younger pictures, and I was like, "Where do I recognize him from?" And then I realized, oh, he's the guy who tells Hulk he has a condition. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. In Avengers. Um, he was in. He was in Big Love. He was. He was in so Repo many Man. things. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see, what else? Green Mile. He was the janitor in Green Mile. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to find more new stuff. You know, you should really have this stuff I should have had this ahead stuff of time. Prepared. James Nerdy at Home uh, Dad. Idris Elba will read you stuff, I think. That was one of them. That was, that was one of our links. I still like uh, Sam Jackson's. <laughs> yes, yes. I, w- I think I would rather have Sam Jackson read me a bedtime story. Nothing against Idris Elba. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just, just need that. Hey, just, I just go need the cuss to sleep. Yeah. I just need that yelling at me. Yeah. Uh, Sam Jackson is uh, is the the dad that reads bedtime stories, and Idris Elba is the is the loving mother that reads yeah. bedtime <laughs> stories. One puts you to sleep, and the other one well, there, sends you to your room. There's two people I think that would be a comforting uh, bedtime story reader, and it's Billy D. Williams Ooh. and Idris Elba. Ooh. I think I think you'd have some pretty sweet dreams mm-hmm. if those two are reading. What to about Polly Shore? Buddy. No, no. <laughs> no? I have some tubular yeah. dreams, but uh, all right. Hey, I, man, I, there's nothing no? I love more than wheezing some juice <laughs> in my <laughs> dreams. <laughs> no wheezing the juice. <laughs> we are off topic. Did you find it yet, James? Uh, find what? Uh, you were looking the for something. The news. Uh, the news. Uh, I was just, I was just like, you know, <laughs> we're buying you. I was work. buying you time. I, w- I was joining the conversation. Uh, the the one thing I wanted to share. Uh, there's a robot conductor led an orchestra and not like orchestra not train an orchestra okay. not a train uh so this I'm this out. is the start this is the start of it all this is where 
uh, World War R happens, and I mean World War Robots. So can we can we hack a conductor bot to kill somebody? No, that's no, what that's you hack the sex bots for. Sex bots. What's a yeah. sex bot, Uncle Tui? Moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. when, when a daddy and a robot love each other very, very much. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Johnny, uh, Johnny just, speaking of which, Johnny just got the Sphero R2-D2. Yeah. That and he has not let his part. hands off of it since we've seen him. No, I let Aaron play with it. Kingsman comes out. <laughs> Kingsman comes out this week. Oh, the Golden Excellent. Circle? Yeah. Nice. yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. It looks good. Um, they announced a date for They did spoil John a Wick little 3. bit of Kingsman 2. With the trailer. With the trailer. They, I mean, I don't care about spoilers. They spoiled it with but the, the teaser. I mean, like with Colin Firth? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That should have been something that is not name. released until the movie. So you have that whole theory yeah. going like, ah! Yeah, like everybody's going to do with Superman they may in do Justice League. Yeah, they may what do you mean? He's not in it. Spoiler He's not alert. in the movie. Superman is still alive. I have because his logo and toys are everywhere. I have a feeling crap's going to go down and he's going to show up at the beginning of the movie. And it's Poop's going to go down, yeah. girls and boys. Stuff. Poop's going to um, go down. You wanted to talk about Justice League action. Yeah. We can so I've started watching that show. I'm, I'm really disappointed that Cartoon Network has uh, made it so difficult to watch that show. I can never see it on live TV. I never yeah. see it. I mean, they're, they're too busy either showing their new show, OK Go, or Teen Titan, or... Okay, KO or Teen Titans Go. That's all they ever show. So I, I found uh, on one of my on-demand apps, I found all, every episode of Justice League Action, and it's a good show. It's it's stylized. It's got its own look. Yeah. What what I really love is it borrows music cues from the old stuff. Ah, like cool. you, you'll hear a little bit of that Justice League uh, Unlimited music in there, or the uh, Batman animated series. Kev, uh, Kevin Conroy's back doing Batman. So if, if you're interested, go and find it because you can't watch it on you know, your, your live TV. But I, I recommend it. It's been I, really good. I'm going to have to check it out because we love all those shows. We love all those cartoons. Yeah, I, I found it on, uh, what is it, Dish Anywhere. Awesome. Uh, one thing, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is reprising her role in Halloween in a direct sequel to Halloween 2, I believe. Halloween so 2, Dreams Come True. Not- Halloween wasn't there an X? There was ho- th- there was <laughs> Halloween H two O, Halloween Resurrection, Halloween three. They're they're just they're just giving a middle finger to those three. <laughs> and Halloween th- horror at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Well, and it's funny because I I think it's funny that they're doing this because Rob Zombie had written another Halloween movie, and I, I like Rob Zombie's Halloween I've, movies. I, I thought they were them. I thought they were pretty good, but uh, this is kind of like another middle finger to Rob Zombie, like. Eh, we didn't like your movies enough to give you another movie. We want Jamie Lee Curtis back, not you. Um, so that will come out, I believe, in 2019 is the release date. Let me see. Yeah, October. No, sorry. October 19th, 2018. They're so prob- next year. They're probably getting it ready for a shared universe because that just seems to be the thing now. Yeah. We'll see. Um, speaking of Halloween, if you have, uh, if you're in the Salt Lake area, you should head down to the Leonardo because um, they have a new spooky science exhibit where they have some s- Halloween science kind of stuff. Reanimating corpses? Shh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that, that's in the basement. Sorry, Stefan. Uh, no, they, uh, they have, so they introduce you to what's called the ghost frequency, 
which is... It's like uh, the brown note, but way different. Yeah. Well, I, this could be the brown note, because it could leave you uh, with some brown shorts if you think it's a ghost. <laughs> so, so the ghost frequency is a, it's, it's a low frequency. It's like 18 hertz. That's like barely audible to the human ear. And it's the thing that like makes you makes the hair stand up. And oh, they actually use this in movies though. That like you can't really hear it, but they do yeah, use yeah, it in, yeah. in horror soundtracks yeah. to make you uncomfortable. So you could go learn about that, and you could feel like there's a ghost in your presence. You could check out the Infinity Mirror again. Uh, go in the coffin and scare the crap out of people. No, I'm good. Uh, I'm getting in a coffin. <laughs> I got in the coffin. It was a nice nap. Uh, but yeah, I th- I think that's. Uh, it's a good way to start off the Halloween season because we're getting there. Right, right. Uh, but right now it's Comic-Con season, so we could end our Geeky Weeky. There you go. And that's it for the Geeky I was going to say, man, uh, the, the Haunted Mansion just went full uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. So oh. We are definitely in Halloween mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that they're doing another? So eh, rewind. Geeky Back Weeky stuff again. Beep. Beep. Um, Beep. The Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Oh, are they doing they an have, overlay? They have a Halloween one. Oh, they have nice. Halloween screens going they up. They must have planned that from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. I saw, like, uh, what are they calling it? I just saw the story for it again. I forgot what they're calling it, but look it up. It, yeah. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, uh, Halloween theme. That is so cool. Uh, it, I saw part of the video for it, and it looks amazing. That's it. I'm taking a road trip. So... I know. I kind of wish I would have saved up money instead of buying a new car and went to Disneyland again. Yeah, if only I hadn't had to buy a new water heater. Ugh, adulting. <laughs> Why couldn't we have money when we were kids? Ugh. All right, let's talk some Comic-Con. Right. Salt Lake Comic-Con is coming up this Thursday. Yeah, starts at 2 on Thursday. This is not a drill. The Four. first panels are at 2? Yeah, the first panels are at 2. Yeah, so get your tickets, head on over. Uh, it's not too late to get tickets. Thursday, they still have Thursday passes, Friday passes, Saturday passes. Uh, and I think they have multi-passes, but I think they've sold out of VIP passes. Oh, and, and Dr. Sarah, who's not here, she uh, she couldn't make it today, has told me that we do have some things that we can give away. So um, so we'll figure out a way to give those away before Thursday. Yeah. We, will, we will let you know. Because otherwise, they're just sitting there. Uh, maybe if you spot me in the wild, then you can, you, uh, you can tell me my, uh, my sign-off. We'll give you something. It's up, up, orale. Up, up, and orale. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but you have to shout it. Yeah, you have to yell it really loud, and you have to do it when you're in Little Mexico in if, Salt Lake City. If you're wearing Dickies, it might even go better for you. Dickies and <laughs> Lokes. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a brimmed hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe some overalls we if will, they're we khaki. Will con- we'll confirm or deny that later in the week. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna we we have a panelist meetup here going on at Watchtower Cafe right now, and so we have some of our panelist friends that'll be joining us on panels at Salt Lake Comic Con. So we're gonna talk about some of the panels we're on and some of the things we're ready for, and you know we'll see we'll we'll see maybe we'll even get to some tips on how to enjoy Comic Con. Okay. Uh, and we got a couple of open mics if you guys want to slide yeah, on so over. If anybody yeah, wants to a couple more. If James. we have another guest that wants to come on and. Uh, yeah, Tui's talking to uh, my tattoo artist, the guy that did the so yeah, Star so Wars piece. You will all see at Comic-Con because I will be showing it off proudly with my Star Wars vest and my Star Wars tank top and my Star Wars hat and sweatbands. I'll, ju- I'll just be wearing a Star Wars thong that I bought the you'll, other day. You'll just be there in your chonies and flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> it's summer still. Oh, I'm sorry, chonies and chunklas. <laughs> 
No, because then my mom could throw them at me. She would, too. She, like, mid-step would get it off your foot. And yeah. use that bruja magic. Yeah. My mommy's coming up to Comic-Con. And, yes, I said mommy. Mommy. I'm, I'm a mama's boy. But, yeah, Ain't so no shame in it. Uh, let's introduce our two new guests that came up to the mic. We have a, 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 a repeat guest. I am Candace Tarkesian, a homeschool gamer geek mom of three, disabled and ADA advocate, contributing artist with Hit Record, and I just founded LearnExploreAdore.com, which is kind of a lifestyle and travel blog <laughs> for my misshapen homeschool. It's kind of like Charles Xavier's School for Gifted Youth, except for we're mostly just disabled and enthusiastic. Nice. <laughs> and I, that sounds like a gift to me. Let's get attacked every few years. Is that a part of the... <laughs> Your mansion goes down every <laughs> few years. certainly feel that way. Is that why you're doing this? <laughs> no, you want to do the travel thing? On the last exactly. Man. We're trying to dodge wherever we yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. On I the last it. episode, she told us how just a few months ago her house was in severe disarray, so oh, you're not totally. wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> My name is James Thompson. I am the president and CEO of Big World Get Network. in a little closer oh, there. I need to get closer. There you go. <laughs> I'm James Thompson. I'm the CEO of Big World Network. I am an author, dad of twin boys, which is why I'm bald, <laughs> and um, that's it for me. So, what is one of the things you guys are excited for with Comic-Con? Like, besides being panelists and, you know... Everything. Getting to be the cock of the walk, you know, walking around with that pa special guest badge. James and a thong. That is my yeah. number one answer. <laughs> Very true. What can I say? <laughs> I'm going to be looking around for cosplayers. Yes. I love that the cosplayers just take right. it up a little bit every single time. Every time you're convinced that they've kind of hit that peak and there's no way they can outdo last time. And yeah. they find a way. We have some of the best cosplayers in the world. Oh, oh yeah. And what for I think sure. is funny is you, you can always tell a person that is a first-time cosplayer. I heard one person like, oh, everybody keeps stopping me for pictures. And you're like, that you're in cosplay. That's going to happen. So if yeah. you're out there thinking about cosplay, expect pictures. Yeah, expect mm -hmm. that whatever time you allotted to get from one side <laughs> of the convention to the other side of the convention. Triple it. Yeah, right. you need to add at least an hour to that time. <laughs> Just really quick, going back to the Guardians thing. Oh. It's called Monsters After Dark. Ooh. Oh, that's cute. So that's going to be amazing. Like, from what they've said about it with... You're going to still be doing the mission with Rocket, uh, but you'll be taking on some of the monsters. And the first screenshot I saw was the monster they fight at the beginning of Guardians 2. Oh, cool. Nice. It's something very like nice. a variation of that. But anyway, sorry about that. Back to the episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think my favorite thing uh, is I, I do enjoy walking down to see the celebrities. I get to see them know that they're real-life people and not animated. Well, they still could be animated. Uh, but <laughs> very well. <laughs> but very well done. <laughs> And my favorite thing to do, and I, and I do this, of course, I, have, I set aside myself a budget to go get um, autographs or meet some of the people. Yeah. I like walking down and seeing when uh, actors or, or actresses or voice talent uh, don't have much of a line. I love going up there and just talking with them because they love to hang out with you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to chat it up. And it yes. makes, it's, it's incredible, I have the people I've been able to meet. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was really intense. A couple of years ago, we actually had LeVar Burton with no line. What? Twice. What? I know. Cow. It was otherworldly. But what a nice guy. Yeah. Well, and like we, so the first con, before like we did any panels, before Jay was internet famous, we uh, were walking down. He was like, maybe he was under two. 
or he had just turned two, mm. and Edward James almost was here, and he had no line. Oh. And we were like, oh, how could he not have a line? And, right? you know, for me, as a Latino geek, he, like, he is my world. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to get into the arts because of him. And so, like, I walked up to him, and, like, I just... You know, I didn't have any cash on me, like, for a print or for an autograph, which I really wanted. And uh, we just started talking. I was like, you know, hey, I just wanted to thank you for all your work. And, you know, you're amazing. And we loved you in the Battlestar reboot. And we loved this, this. And uh, he just loses all focus for me and focuses on Jay. Jay. And uh, he started, he's like, do you, can I hold? I was like, oh, yeah, you can hold him. He starts holding Jay and, like, oh. rocking him and talking to him in Spanish and playing with him. And uh, he's like, I just have to get some of that great-grandpa love in there. And he's like, your great-grandpa probably does this to you all the time. And then I told him, like, oh, well, not, no, my grandpa died a week before Jay oh, was born. Man. And oh. so he's never had. And so he's like, well, he's going to get a lot of the great-grandpa love <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. And so... For 45 minutes, oh, he's just wow. playing with Jay, talking to him in Spanish, just focusing on only him. And, like, there's a line. And I'm like, we can, you're, you're getting a line. We can go. And he's like, they can wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. you know, there, there's always some something amazing will always happen at Comic-Con. Like, uh, especially if there's no line. And somebody just go say hi. Like, True. a lot of them will love mm-hmm. to say hi. Well, I have a friend that lives in Houston. And... Um, Oh crap, Jason, uh, Jason David Frank. Yeah, he was he was here, so I got an autograph for my buddy. I was a little too old for Power Rangers when it came out, never really got into it. And I'm just waiting in line, and I met this really just adorable young lady. She, I don't know, late teens, early twenties, I don't know. Was so excited because you know that was such a big part of her childhood. Yeah, and her excitement and her love for that just like made me realize, like, yeah, I guess. You know, it, I n- it never occurred to me, but this is like a legit fandom, and it's it's infectious and it's great, and that's what I love is you know, meeting people that are excited about something that you maybe don't know anything about. Well, and it's funny, like as you know, Jason David Frank's a great example of like somebody who loves the fans and who will take time out of their, uh, they'll just let you come up and say hi. You don't have to buy anything from them. Um, he so when he came to his first Salt Lake Comic Con event. He had altitude sickness because he's rarely comes up yeah. this high altitude unless he's flying around. But um, so he had altitude sickness. He lands and he just goes straight to his hotel and just is sick. And um, you know it didn't get out to the Comic Con people that he was sick, like the fans. And so there were a lot of people standing in line for like four or five hours before oh, they found out. Ouch. Oh, no. And he came out like altitude sickness and all came out and like shook everybody's hand apologized because uh, he felt bad that his people didn't get in touch with anybody soon enough mm-hmm. um, but that's when we met him was when he had altitude sickness and you could tell you could tell that he like yeah. was holding something mm-hmm. down he's like green yeah but he still like smiled through every picture shook every hand performance signed helped, every, you know sometimes and, and you could see like deal. but you could see like uh there was a change in color throughout the line. Like, once he started getting, like, they get the energy from the fans, and you see how true it is for a lot of these celebrities. Absolutely. And I think even as panelists, a lot of us experience some of that, too. Yeah. I mean, there's that, we were talking about it earlier, that kind of, like, 15 minutes prior, where all of a sudden it hits you, and even though you may have done this a long time, I've been doing this for over 10 years now, um, 
you still have that moment of what if this is the worst one <laughs> ever? <laughs> There's just that moment of fear. But by the time you're up there and by the time your first guest comes up to the microphone to ask a really thoughtful question, you're back in the mode. You're ready to go. You've got this. You go over all the notes that you've made and everything that you've kind of rehearsed and you've you've gotten into your zone and you can really do it. And I know a lot of our celebrity guests have kind of that same feeling. We've had a chance to talk with some of them and it's, it's interesting how much of a shared experience that can be. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love everything about the convention from the vendor floor over to the celebrity row. I love, I love it because really there's always something new for me to see and geek out about. Um, whether it's a new book to look at, a new comic book, a new piece of art, some new um, swords to geek out over. I, I love swords. And ever since I got married, I haven't been able to buy a new one because I <laughs> promised my wife I wouldn't put out the expenditure for that. But there's always something new for me to look at and absolutely get thrilled over because there's always new stuff, new stuff that people have you know been creative with. Right. I love it. And Comic-Con offers the outlet for me to go and just geek out. Yeah. Well, and something that I love about it, too, you're talking about, like, loving everything. I love hitting Artist Alley oh, yeah. for the local artists that I'm not familiar Absolutely. with. Absolutely. There are so many talents. This, this is the thing that you were saying, like, Utah has, like, the best cosplayers. I, mean, I think mm-hmm. we have some of the best artists here, too. Uh, yes. you know, I don't me out. I don't remember if it was... Uh, it was a few cons ago. I don't know if it was Fanex or Comic-Con. They had... They were doing tattoos there, which I thought was great, but it was a little light on local talent. Yeah. That mm-hmm. kind of bummed me out a little. Because yeah. we have some great people here locally. We do. We do. Absolutely. I'll even say my largest tattoo is from Lost Art down yeah. on State Street. Ooh, golly. Yeah. Those guys know what they are doing. Three-hour session, full color. I didn't even need a break because they were so good at what yeah. they were yeah. doing. Well, well, just behind me with Tui, Ethan sitting over there, he did this, this firestorm in one sitting. Oh, in like two gorgeous. and a half hours. And I know you guys fantastic. at home can't see this, but the yeah, color come and, come and is find me. incredible. <laughs> I will show you. All my, this one's a year old. Yeah, I remember when you That's first really got that and yeah. showed it to me. It was awesome. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, it just goes to show, like, how talented this state is. We have talented... Talented artists, talented writers, talented everything here, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's why I like I like this con specifically because it brings all of that together. Yes, um, and you could you could meet some of some of the amazing writers at the writers panels, uh, some of the artists in Artist Alley, or they'll have some art panels that they might be on. Yeah. Um, and you can walk up while they're at their booths and just ask them, like, hey, are you doing anything? Are you yeah. presenting anywhere? Yeah. Most of them know their schedules by heart. They can tell you exactly where you can see them, what they're going to be discussing. I really like to ask, especially with artists and writers, what are they most excited about that they've right. been working on? Yeah. And a lot of them will do That'll commissions. Open up a lot. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. Uh, one of the things I like to do is I like to find all their social media feeds because I'm – I don't have a lot of money when it comes to Comic-Con time. <laughs> yep. But this way, like, if I see something that they're working on in the future, I can go on their website and buy it right away. Or, you know, I could save up for that one month where I just per- or gorge on art right. from local when artists. That, when you need that kind yeah. of self-exploratory, yeah. yes, I can do something for me. Yeah. Then you already know who you want to buy yeah, it from. Exactly. And that way you can make their month exactly. better too. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's one of those things where, like, they might not have the best convention, like, sales-wise. Mm-hmm. But once you get their social, like, I'll share any artist I meet at Comic-Con. I will share 
their social media feeds everywhere on the Geek Parenting page, on my page, anywhere I could share it, I will share it. <laughs> Um, because there's a lot of artists that I think need to be seen. And, you know, I don't have the biggest reach of anybody, but, you know, there might be one person that sees it that shares it with all their people, and then, you know, it just goes from there. And, yeah. Yeah, on our page also you'll find all of our panel information. So let's go through and talk about what panels uh, you you three are on. Tell us when and where we can find you. Okay. Fantastic. I'll start us off. so uh, this is Jared. I'm going to be uh, doing a Doctor Who, life lessons learned from Doctor Who, which I think is brilliant because there's only about a hundred billion life lessons. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering yeah. how you guys were going to parse that down. That's yeah. going to be incredible. This yeah. is a this could be a recurring panel, right? It's yeah, just <laughs> freestyle rap. They're just going to go. That's that's yeah. exactly it. That's how we're going to we're going to present it. Uh, no, I'm so grateful. We have some uh, amazing uh, panelists who are going to be on there with us. Robin Glass is going to be moderating. Uh, James Owens is going to uh, be on the panel, and I love him as an author. He's a phenomenal author. And um, artist. And artist, absolutely. And that's, that's Thursday. That's going to be at, at 4 o'clock, 4 to 5 o'clock, uh, up in uh, room 255E. And then I'm going to be, uh, I just got invited, and I love this, love this. I'm going to be on the Family Feud Comic-Con edition. Ooh. Oh, those are so fun. Yes. I love going to those. So, huge shout-out thanks to Adam Yeager. Uh, he's going to be moderating the panel. I love the guy, and this is going to be amazing. It's going to be hilarious yeah. too. Yeah. He's yeah. really funny. Oh, fantastic! Um, so usually they do that podcast versus podcast. How are they doing that this time? Because in the past it's been Geek Show versus Hello Sweetie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, Hello Sweetie is like mostly the, the yeah. away. Yeah. Right now. So, so this one I think the, so the format's going to be two teams of three, and uh, he as as he described it. It's going to be the audience gets to watch the carnage. So I'm not sure <laughs> if there's going to be some extra weapons or tools brought in to punishment. If hey, you don't James, no, no if we got Corey, we could take him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, knowing Aaron, there's going to be marshmallows under seats for Everywhere, us to throw. Everywhere, all over the place. Still my it. favorite uh, panel idea is bringing a bag of marshmallows for the crowd. I love it. Yeah, that, that one's going to be Friday night at, at 6 o'clock. Um, which is going to be tremendous. I don't have the room number on me. I just barely got invited to it. But no, that's all right. Uh, usually they do that one in the 155. That sounds right. Uh, in the, not the biggest one, but the middle one. Right. Well, and um, if you guys have any questions about where the panels are located, just get on saltlakecomiccon.com and pull up the schedule, and it has all of the details that you need. I highly recommend that right now is the time to go ahead and download the app mm-hmm. from yeah. the app yes. store so you are not trying to do that with thousands of other people at the same time at the Salt Palace. Do it now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. T- typically, uh, I'm on a couple other panels for the published books that I do or uh, the, the parenting um, because of the kids and the geek culture, which I love. But those are the only two I'm going to be doing this time. I'm super excited to support everybody else, especially the panelists. I love them to death. I, I tell my wife this all the time. They always they feel like uh, like family to me. I love going into the green room. I love just hanging out, and just talking with them, and and, uh, and going to their panels and supporting them whenever I get the chance. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. We're definitely a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first panel I'm on. This is James Thompson. First panel I'm on is what to watch on YouTube at KidCon. I'm on that with you. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I was really thrilled to see that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Thursday um, at 4 p.m. to 4:30. Um, that's going to basically be us talking to kids and parents both on what to um, uh, 
what do you what do you see on the um, kids YouTube app? Yeah, that I don't know how much you use that YouTube kids app, but oh, I use it all the actually time. Use it oh a lot. man, it's a lifesaver actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until they start watching Hobby Kids TV. <laughs> oh my oh gosh! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Hobby Kids TV. So, so <laughs> I think our panel is mainly gonna be like tell, trying to tell kids, maybe not so much Hobby Kids TV. There's <laughs> other <laughs> things out there. Yeah, for the for the older kids, I try creepy pasta things. Oh no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe around Halloween when we're trying to freak out our parents, <laughs> dress, up as, dress up as Jeff the Killer. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, I have I have a few ideas. Um, I've used uh, YouTube for kids to help my kids um, learn the alphabet. There are certain channels that um, put the ABCs to Star Wars or Pokemon yeah. or Marvel. Yeah, and there are. Tons of st- there are tons of things that I have on lists elsewhere, not on my phones, shockingly. <laughs> but um, there are things that I have that, are, that I'm going to bring on to the panel, and there are things that James will probably talk about, and yeah. that there are other panelists will talk about too. That'll help the parents, yeah, avoid um, hobby kids and some of the other. Well, and something that uh, it seems like because we have a conversation going on uh, <laughs> in the Salt Lake Comic Con panelist group mm-hmm. with some of the other panelists in that. And somebody, somebody was mentioning that we could talk about how to uh, teach kids how to become content creators yes. on YouTube and how to stay safe as content creators and how yeah. the parents can help them absolutely. Uh, create brilliant. their own page. That's brilliant. It is. And absolutely. I look forward to seeing what, what goes on with that. Yeah. It's going to be hard to fit it in half an hour. It is. But... Maybe they'll let us ex- maybe they'll let us expand it a little bit. Uh, <laughs> maybe. maybe for next time. Yeah. Let's see what yeah. happens. Yeah. And you know, that's the other nice thing is for all the fans out there. If you enjoy a panel, if you just love it, make sure you speak up afterward and let everyone know so that we know what it is that you want us to do. Well, we love to pitch things that you guys want to see. We love to be on panels that you guys want to see, but we need that input. Yeah. That's well, and then vital. the other thing too with the app. When you go into the app and you put your schedule in the app, scroll down to the bottom of every panel that's there after you go to the panel because they have a rate this event panel mm-hmm. uh, little star system at the bottom. And you can tell, you know, it lets uh, Comic Con know how we did as panelists. It lets them know if they should bring that panel back in the future or if they should bring a, a variation of that panel. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's lots of ways to tell them how to bring people you want. Another one I'm on on Friday, um, 11 to 12, is Geek Parenting 101. Yeah. It's That's always fun. I love that one. Yes. I've been on, I've been on another one, another iteration of that in the past, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to enjoy being on there this time around, and I hope I do a better job this time than I did the last <laughs> time. <laughs> uh, you'll have us. We'll be fine. Excellent. So, yeah, this is basically for, for, for parents who want to – um, who are ra- who are raising geek kids and um, having issues raising geek kids? Who want to get tips tips and tricks from other geek parents who are raising geek kids? Yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get tripped up. And it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good one because I think either Sarah or Tui is moderating. Uh, Sarah um, was Sarah was marked down to moderate, but well, yeah. awesome. Sarah does a good <laughs> job moderating. She moderated the last time I was on. I might crash and moderate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Sarah do some real talking. <laughs> and the last one I'm on Saturday um, from 6 to 7 is the Match Game. Salt Lake City nice. oh, yeah. Comic-Con Edition. 
And Aaron Yeager is moderating that one as well. <laughs> and then there's going to be he's Carnage at the Family man. Feud. He's good. He's yeah, good. He, he he's good at those game show ones. I mean, we, we, uh, Tui and I did the uh, uh, Breath of the Wild panel with him at Gaming Con, and that was a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. He, and he, he really thinks up some really uh, insightful questions and. and well, and I love just sitting because I think he is a. Fa- I think he should be like a game show host, like oh, yeah. seriously. Oh, oh he's yeah. super gregarious. Oh, like, yeah, like he we is. should. We should just maybe we should do that with our YouTube clan. Is just make a game show for Aaron to host. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> a weekly game. Uh, show. Yeah, a weekly like game, a show. Show. game show. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I officially volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> Patent pending, trademark, register. There we go. Ah, we keep doing this. We keep saying our ideas on the podcast. <laughs> hey, nobody's done Kinder yet. Yeah, that's true. Well, Hank and John Green did do a game show on YouTube way back when, um, like um, like a true or false game that you could do. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, and now with YouTube Live... We could we could essentially do one and Ooh, integrate that's very true. the audience. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Brilliant. All right. I guess am I up? It? That's yep, it. Yep. That's it for me. Ooh, all right. So I'm gonna be a busy woman this time too. <laughs> this is Candace. And Thursday of the con I start at two PM with Strength in Our Limitations, how mental health is handled in fandom. This is going to be really fun. This is kind of our strongest disability representation at this convention. So and if you're really interested in that, jump uh, in there. Salt Lake Comic Con is really good with the ADA stuff, Absolutely. Right? Okay. Their ADA team is second to none. And I've that's actually kind of one of my big focus points. So it is something that I pay a lot of awesome. attention to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're worried about accessibility, make sure that you get in touch with them. They will absolutely make sure that you have the best time possible. They go above and beyond. It's it's a big deal. Um, okay, right after that, literally, <laughs> I go from 2 to 3 and then 3 to 4, I'll be moderating 30 years of Final Fantasy. Ooh, oh, I'm yeah. so interested in that panel. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we, we did kind of an early run of this one at Gaming Con, uh-huh. and it was a good time. It was yeah. a really good time. But I think it's going to be nice to kind of see this settled-in iteration. We have right. some different panelists this time joining us, and it's, it's a great time. I cannot believe it's been 30 years. Yeah. It does not seem like well, it. I feel 30 like 30 years it. for a last ditch our our studio's going to close. Right? Dude. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, and then going from that all the way to 15 and 15, right. we've got some crazy things going on where it's like, "Hey, we want to be accessible to every different yeah. fandom." Let's throw in this chapter and this chapter, and hey, let's be Fallout for an hour and a half. It's cool. We so go fishing. It'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> well, then the other thing too it's is like they came good. out. Like there's that new Final Fantasy app, mobile app. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are there. like four of them now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I might run in and do the victory song while. Someone needs to make a buster sword and twirl it around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I invite you to the uh. microphone to do that in that panel, please. Uh, I then get like just an hour to catch my breath before I run over to Boy Meets World, why we still love it so much. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I've been speaking with the moderator and some of the other panelists for that one, and it's going to be incredible. I wasn't sure how we were going to pull No, that one's going to be good. I, I don't even want to spoil it. It's just going to be really great. Friday, I'm back at 5 p.m. I will be moderating Bob's Burgers and Family Dynamics. Nice. Yes. I'm really excited for that. I love Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. I 
Yeah. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. <laughs> good, good. Uh, maybe it's I'll have Jay dress up as Gene. As Please do. <laughs> Please no, do. No, beef squatch. No, no. He, <laughs> squatch. Beef squatch. squatch. More squatch. Uh, he's done hobo gene because we found a red scarf and overalls oh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he just walks out of his room and we're getting ready to go to the store and we we literally did that scene <laughs> and i was like jay go put on a shirt next you're gonna tell me to put on underwear <laughs> put on underwear <laughs> okay oh and there's nothing better and that, that tells you how much we watch that show is that oh yeah it's just it's every so single time well, he it's will our do family like thing yeah that's yeah. kind of the nice thing is it's not a show that you jump into and you're like wow that's the greatest family dynamic ever but if you watch two or yeah. three of them you go no it really is yeah, yeah, yeah. that's incredible well, what's funny so is it's uh, fun Tui, he says that he and his kids are Bob. It's, oh, it's, yeah. It's him. Oh, yeah. That's totally <laughs> my family. One day we were sitting here and they got, uh, I was sitting at a table just looking at my phone and it was just Tui behind the counter and the, he got slammed. And I look up at him and I'm like, <laughs> do you need help? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, fine, you could take orders. And so I hop around <laughs> the c- and I'm like taking orders and stuff. And then I turn around to Tui. And I just like look at him like, and it hit me. I'm Teddy. <gasps> oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then the you episode. You totally are Teddy. <laughs> and then the episode came out where Teddy helped Bob <laughs> in the shop. And Tui just goes, you're Teddy. <laughs> so I'm Teddy. I'm composing myself here. I've been laughing too hard. That is wonderful. But yeah, so Bob's Burgers and Family Dynamics, 5 p.m. on Friday. After that, at 7 o'clock, you can find me on Yo Mama, Mothers in Pop Culture. That's kind of one of my favorite ones. Are you going to talk about Brax Mom? Possibly. I don't know. I think my main mom in pop culture that I try to emulate, no matter how hard my kids try to stop me, is probably Sarah Connor. So, nice. yeah, I will absolutely take nope. the gas mask for myself. No fate, but what will we make for ourselves? Right? That's I right. I think of myself as uh, <laughs> Vivian from Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I, just, I just let everybody do what they want and just kind of have a message for them afterwards. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, and then Saturday I'll be back for one more at 4 p.m. I am moderating The Genius of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Nice. Nice. Yes, if you guys are coming because you're just thinking like, oh, hey, I kind of liked Hamilton, that's great. But let me just give you a little primer since you still have a couple of days before the convention. Get online. Get on YouTube even and pull up 21 Chump Street. Chump, C-H-U-M-P. Not Jump Street. Chump Street. You're, yeah. You'll love me. You'll love the panel. You're going to have a good time. We have got such an outstanding group of panelists for this. We will absolutely be covering all the different things that you can possibly guess that we might be covering. So I'm excited for that one. Nice. And we have one more panelist over here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to trade my seat. Actually, I wanted him to jump in here. I just want to thank the Geek Parenting Podcast for having me on, Jared Quan. And uh, you can catch me on Twitch, Resitor164. Uh, awesome. Email me at jaredquan.com or jaredquan at gmail.com. I should put that in there. <laughs> 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 I love this group, uh, and I'll see, catch you guys later. All, All right. right. I love you, Jared. Hey. Hello. Who do we have here? I am Luke Fowler. Um, I 
um, a panelist for the fourth time at Comic-Con this year. I'm really excited. Yay! Um, my first one, the one that I think is probably going to be the most absolute fun, is I'm moderating the Wonderful World of Lego at KidCon. Oh. Awesome! Yeah! That, uh, that is one that I was like, if I'm not on that, I'm definitely going down to see that one. Right? Yeah, I can't wait. We've got uh, uh, Valerie yeah. Cameron Walker on it yeah. too, and yeah. she's gonna make it a blast. I think it'll be my first time moderating one. Welcome <laughs> to the moderators club. Just don't yeah. be late. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to remember that. And uh, don't run from one panel to the man- moderating <laughs> panel. Yeah, <'Cause> <laughs> these are tips from somebody who moderated a panel and was late and huffed and puffed into the microphone. <laughs> if you I'm have to pick between late and <laughs> running, like. Be that extra minute, just, just a little just, late. Or just yell at security that you're borrowing their Segway. Right. <laughs> I'll just let them know. <laughs> I'm with the con. It's okay. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> Great. Then you can't catch me. <laughs> and then their Segway only goes like two seconds, two feet per second. Like, yeah, we can. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, thankfully, my schedule is not packed with... with uh, uh, panels. I've only got three of them this time, so uh, I'm far more packed with all of the other exciting things, like the photo right. opportunities and oh, that yes. kind of thing. So I've got those like planned out. Uh, who, who's the most excited that you? Or who are you most excited to see? Um, John Barrowman again. I, I've got a redo. I did so much fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I, t- I had a photo taken with him uh, last time he was here, which was what a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just didn't turn out like a very good picture for me. So I think that I'm going to redo it and maybe get a little more bold instead of... Uh, yeah, so just stand there like... Mm. He definitely oh, no, favors the bold, you did. too. He'll like, do oh, whatever. He's got we that were, personality. It just, something looked funky about yeah. me. And so... Oh, so uh, it's, yeah, it's he's, time he's, he's, to do it again. He's grabbing my bottom. So, you Woo! know... See, that's the classic Barrowman, though. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to. Yeah. You yeah. can't go in there and be like, oh, I'm so shy. No, no, no. Don't be shy. Just jump right in. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. No. Like, there's some people, no, 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 but not Yeah, not he is Barrowman. so hilarious, too. We went, yeah. to, we went, so we got an autograph from him, and uh, Jay was in his Rocky Raccoon cosplay, and so it was when Stephen Amell was here. Uh, last time mm. and uh, he tells me he's like you should go to Steven's line he loves seeing all the kids in costume and uh, I was like I, c- I can't go to his line he's like why not I was like cause I know I'll probably try to lick his chest <laughs> 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 and uh, John Barrowman looks at me and he looks over at Steven and I was like I get it <laughs> 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 but uh, so much fun mm. who yeah. else are you seeing um, I did the D- Dick Van Dyke thing, so oh. I've gotten the photo and everything for the super fan package. That nice. was I, I just couldn't pass that one up. Yeah, no, I I hope that everybody who because like I liked Dick Van Dyke, but I would be fine just like seeing him on the floor, like, like yeah. knowing like that that's he's okay. there yeah. and yeah. being in the yeah, same yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I yeah. mostly did this for one of my best friends is. who always comes with me or lately always comes with me is a huge fan and so I I mostly did it for him isn't it great taking people who like they're not even sure if they're convention people and then by the end of the weekend they're like holy crap I'm one of you right Mm -hmm. yeah I love that I think the the geek culture is just that inclusive you know other things like everybody's an asshole everywhere and they're just not 
yeah. mostly that way here. Right. For sure. Yeah. Well, especially when yeah. you're in con mode. Like, you, you yeah. get that interaction from s- some people online. But that's just, that, that's online conversation kind of thing that's the bound to happen. The veil of anonymity. Yeah. yeah. Right. But then once you're yeah, And there, there are those of us, once if someone's being a dick, we, uh, we will call them on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. you have enough people there who will stand up for you and help you in a convention setting yeah. that it's kind of nice. You can relax a little bit. I let my teenagers run off and do their own thing. I probably shouldn't say that so publicly. <laughs> but I'm going to. <laughs> and that's, they know that they can do that. When we've taken other families for the first time, time to con with us and they're watching me hand my kids 20 bucks and say okay meet me back here at this time and have fun they kind of look at me and they go how can you release your teenagers in this crowd no i know that this crowd is okay yeah i know that even if there are a couple of jerks there's great security mm-hmm. there are plenty of people who are willing to stand up and do what's right make sure that everybody's having a really really phenomenal time sure, yeah. and if you've ever been in the con when they've, they've had a lockdown to a you know amber right. alert <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah they're not going anywhere yeah, yeah. yeah for sure uh, so that that one is actually my only one on Friday. It's at 6 p.m. It's a half an hour one, unlike the adult. Yeah, know, the, yeah. Oh, because it's the kid con. The kid con right. is a half an hour. Right, which so. is nice for the little kids so they can they don't have to sit through a full hour. I think the idea that kid con is doing panels this year, whoa. Yeah, well, in, like, in talking with uh, everybody at Comic-Con, it's, it's something they want to expand on, too. So it might be something that we see happen in actual panel rooms in the future, but, you know, as of right now, it's... It is nice that they've got it down over at KidCon, yeah, though. Sure. And so it's kind of so all by itself. So you're not traversing the yeah. kids across a huge crowd to... The thing yeah. that was hard last time they did it was they did it on the Quidditch pitch. Mm-hmm. So, like, they oh had to no. stop Quidditch <laughs> and then set up, like, set up microphones. We were, like, ten minutes late starting our panel when we did Oops. it there. Uh, and it was an hour long. Oh. And it was like, Ooh. uh... So That's they... they much they they messed with me like, ones. how did it go? I was like, mm, not so well. Let's let's <laughs> fidget with the <laughs> format a little bit. Bring that down a little. Yeah, they're really good though about learning from prior mistakes. For sure. It's got oh, yeah. Every problem I've ever been like, this has got to change, is always changed the next time. Yeah. <laughs> or even before I report it, I find sometimes things they'll, I'll kind of report back and I'll be like, hey guys, I really love this, but there was this issue, and they'll be like, yeah, we know it's fixed. Well, Don't even. Yeah. Look at admittance year one. That was yeah. a, right. a cluster cuss, but they worked it out beautifully. Yeah. yeah. I was very skeptical when they started the wristbands, the, the mm-hmm. you know, scanner. The RFID I was like, are you kidding me? These lines are going to be impossible. Right. And they just went away. I was like, yep. that's a fluke. There's something weird going on. And the whole weekend, <laughs> it just worked. Yeah, and you're just, you're just waiting. You're like... Someone's going to plant a virus on their RFID thing. Right. There's going to be like another line con yeah. scenario. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to bust out the ball pit. It's going to be so sad. And yet, like, no, totally smooth. Yeah. Worked yeah. out really well. I mean, they have I their like issues with the iPads every now and then. but Yeah, yeah but that's generally technic- not systemic. That's stuff, usually yeah. just like one iPad or yeah. maybe two or three, but it's never... And Every if it ever happens, one. like, in the press special guest area, they're just like, just go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, they know how to find us. They have our schedules. I'm surprised we don't have tags under our skin. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised we all us. haven't been tattooed yet with right. Comic-Con, like, the Comic-Con barcode. Your barcode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> our own GPS. <laughs> Comic-Con is love. Comic-Con is life. <laughs> Watching my tattoo. <laughs> Oh my goodness! My my next panel is on Saturday at one p.m. This is the one that got me started as a panelist. Uh, it, this one this time is called the 
coloring outside the lines, embracing the diversity of LGBTQIA awesome. and geek culture. Nice. Um, my first time as a panelist was because I was like, you can't call it a queer panel. You can't call it LGBT if you've got only straight and gay people on there that, that and, and nobody representing the gender diversity. Yeah. And so um, it was not too long after I had, uh, had come out as a trans man. And so I was, you know, kind of early in transition, but I'd been part of the community for a long time. Yeah. And so I was just like, uh-uh, this is not okay. And the next thing I know, I was scheduled on a panel. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that's the funny thing, too, is because I feel like that's how a lot of their panels started. But I feel like uh, any time I talk with Tui about it, it's always like, we're in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, uh, whenever we talk about, like, uh, how Tui and I always end up on the diversity, the diversity, diversity panels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, we love it. We, we love being a part of it and being part of the conversation. But we're like, I get it. It's Salt Lake City. It's you know, it's it it, is There limited. is a very small pool that they can pull from. Right yeah. now, yeah, right. Um, like you, you know, you're gonna see Jay Whitaker. Yeah, you know, right. like there, there yeah. are a few different names that come up consistently, and you know that that's what's kind of getting hallmarked as diversity. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because like I think like so when we had our diversity and cosplay panel last year, mm. um, I was kind of surprised that we didn't have uh, sexual orientation diversity on there. Mm-hmm. It was just race diversity. And it's like, right. no, it's more, it's, when you throw out diversity, we should have just called it race in cosplay if we were going to do that, not diversity in cosplay. Yeah. Uh, because that's a big thing to talk about in cosplay, uh, is uh, people who do the gender bend cosplays, or like people who feel like they, they do that because that's how they identify, and that's what they want to show, then we should have that represented. Um, that's actually, it would be a really cool panel topic, because I think that... Um, the the so-called gender-bending cosplay is one of the safe outlets for people who are questioning their gender identity. And whether it's in gaming or cosplay, uh, you know, I I know so many people who, until they came out as trans or decided to transition, would play, you know, uh, if if they were assigned male at birth, they would play a female character, vice versa. And it gives you that freedom... uh, to, to explore it. That was, the, you know, often one of the early steps. So it would be a really good one. But Right, just kind of dipping a toe across the line and seeing, getting comfortable, expanding your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, that that would be I, a great panel. I, mm-hmm. I think that uh, sometimes when you make a subject so large and you've only got an hour and you've got yeah. six people that want to talk about it, sometimes you can't do diversity as an all-inclusive term. You do yeah. have to be like, you know, right. skin color and cosplay yeah. versus gender and cosplay. Well, and like, it's something that actually Tui and I have been talking, Tui Corey and I have been talking about doing something, some things here. Uh, so like, you know how Zachary Levi does Nerd HQ for San Diego Comic Con where they have another space either a week before the con or during the con where they have some panels we were thinking about doing some panels here, mm-hmm. like doing panels like the we would do this like gender bend uh, panel here at the shop. Yeah. Um, like right before Comic Con, right after Comic Con, just something to like keep the Comic Con feeling going for a lot of people in the community. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do that one. Yeah. One of the one of my favorite things about the LGBTQ panel at Comic-Con is that's how I met one of my best friends, Adam, Adam McDonald. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I, I think I probably knew of him 
prior to that. In fact, that he was probably the one that set me up, but I didn't know him all that well. Right. And so now he's like one of my absolute best friends. And I love that about yeah. our community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, and I like that we have that representation now. It's vital. It is so important, especially here in Salt Lake, where, you know, our rates of self-harm are astronomical. It is not mm -hmm. acceptable. It's really wonderful that Comic-Con is willing to take a look at that and take a look at the community, take a look at their own attendees and what the interest is, and to say, hey, yeah, we're going to, if this is what people want, if this is what people are feeling they're comfortable with, we're going to jump in. And people who don't want to attend don't have to attend those panels, but the people who are just yeah. absolutely clamoring for them will have that available. For I know sure. my own daughter, my oldest, is looking forward to yeah. your panel yeah. for sure. It's a big deal for our family. Every single time I've had people come up to me afterwards uh, and to other panelists as well, and they come up just with tears in their eyes saying, you know, here's, here's my story or here's my friend's story and this is why this is so important to me. So I'm really glad that they didn't, they're not, I don't feel tokenized. Right. No, the and they don't shy away. Do. They don't tell you ahead of time. Just, I mean, if anybody at home is wondering specifically what instruction we get ahead of time. It's not specific as far as like, this is the character that you have to portray. This is what you have to say. This is what you have to cover. They give us a lot of freedom. Yeah. yeah. And I've worked with conventions in the past that haven't necessarily given me that freedom. <laughs> or uh, I've worked as a sponsored panelist before where you're representing a certain brand and they'll tell you that you have to sell something a very certain way. But I... One of the reasons I am such a diehard for coming back to Salt Lake Comic Con is they let me do it my way. They yeah. let all of our panelists do it their own way, and that's huge. We don't feel censored. It's, it's a big deal to be able to get up on that stage and know that if a guest comes up and has a question, we can answer it legitimately. Yeah. We don't have to pull our punches there, and yeah. we can absolutely be ourselves. Well, and sure. I think the thing, too, is, like, they, they give that... Because the, it's the moderators that they're trusting. Like, it's nice that they give us this trust when we moderate a panel that mm -hmm. they're going to let us say things. Like, you know, you do have to, to tiptoe a little bit because you're representing the con while you're doing your panel, but... Tiptoe, I don't know, is the right word. I think that, for the most part, the, the people who are moderating, they tend to trust, and they know that... You know, yeah. if there's if there's going to be six year olds in the room, you're probably not going to talk about explicit sex things, right? You know, sure. and right. and with the queer panel, sometimes things related to that come up, but we're able to talk about it without being explicit or right. for sure. inappropriate for well, kids. We can yeah. show responsibility, and yeah. I think that's a big thing. Is I have never had a panelist that has shown any kind of social irresponsibility publicly uh, ever show up twice, okay. yeah. not ever. Mm. Right. There's a good opportunity to get up there and be able to be a panelist if you really are applicable to the panel mm -hmm. and if this is something that you should be able to represent. But at the same time, the convention is very good at filling those spots well. Yeah. They Absolutely. know who they can trust. They know who has the talent and the experience. Moderating is kind of a big deal. Like it's yeah. it's a different preparation work from just paneling. And I think the more I move into a moderator role, uh, this time it's 50-50 for me. Nice. I'm sitting as a panelist for three. I'm moderating three. The more I realize that I do more work when I'm moderating. Yeah. I do mm -hmm. way <laughs> more yeah, work sure. when I'm moderating. Yeah. It's it's a big step, 
Well, and it's always but funny again, to me. Like you know that they trust you if you yeah. get that opportunity. Well, and it's always funny to me because, um, like the way, the way I became a panelist. Like I don't even know how I became a panelist. <laughs> like to be honest, um, I. So we did stuff for the convention. Like I used to write for Salt Lake Comic Con uh, for their when they did their blog. I used to be one of their writers. Um, I used to do a lot of promotion stuff with them with Jay. We did a lot of news segments with Jay and Kid Con and stuff. Um, but like I, I always like wanted to do panels, but I was like, oh no, these guys are amazing. I love going and just listening. Mm-hmm. And then the first year I was on a panel, like I almost had a heart attack. Like I was, n- I was like, no way. There's there's no way they trust they think I could do this. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have we didn't we weren't doing the podcast yet. Right. Uh, so like they didn't know if I could talk like well. Uh, yeah. I that's, that's the funny thing about me. I get more nervous having my blood pressure taken than I do talking in front of people. Yeah. And and the funny thing, like I told my wife, I was like, I'm not a public speaker. Like, uh, I I get social anxiety being in places with lots of people. So, like, Comic-Con is, it's a miracle that I could sit through Comic-Con <laughs> for three days. Yeah. Uh, and then I experience anxiety when I'm sitting in front of people that I don't know. And so... Uh, my wife was like, well, how are you going to do with this? But then I sat down, the first time I sat down at a panel, and I just started thinking, uh, I think it was um, it was a cosplay panel. It was bud- uh, cosplay on a budget. Mm. And I started thinking about it, and I was like, okay, I get why I'm here, because every costume I make for Jay is under $50. Or his first Rocket Raccoon costume was $10. So what? <laughs> So, I mean, like, I was like, okay, I get why I'm here now. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, I start talking myself into it. And, I mean, I remember, like, tweeting at the, like, just tweeting, like, oh, maybe one day I'll get over all this stuff and I'll be able to uh, submit some ideas or possibly be on panels at Comic-Con. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. And, I, and it was, like, just like, oh, it'll never happen. And then all of a sudden it happens and I'm just like, oh, my God. So anybody who wants to be a panelist, it is possible for you to be a panelist. You just have to... Show expertise. Yeah, you just have to just just do so. Like, start a podcast, start a blog, start something, and just work at it. Work and at don't it. be shy. Yeah, work. That's at probably the biggest thing is realize that you really do not need to be shy. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's 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 well. It's, the other thing about the being a panelist is it's not just a you, you get invited and you come talk about a thing that you that you love. Almost every panelist that I know does something related to what they do panels on yeah, for sure. year round. I mean, yes. you know, my initial in was the queer thing, right? Like I work with the Pride Center. I'm chair of uh, Transgender Education Advocates of Utah, um, and so I do this, you know, all year every year, and. Um, you, my my favorite thing in the world, my number one geekdom is Star Wars. Absolute yeah, yeah. number one. <laughs> There's nothing better in the entire world. Um, and uh, and geek community in general, you know. I mean, so I don't have a podcast anymore. My The only podcast I've ever hosted was uh, like a decade ago, like in early days of podcasts yeah, yeah. becoming a thing. Uh, and it was on... Uh, queer things in Utah so um, you know not exactly a Comic-Con type related one but you know the and the other panels that I've gotten on are uh, not necessarily ones that I do that I show some expertise in year-round but that 
that Ryan and, and uh, everybody you know making these decisions knows that I still have this as part of my and I know something about it. Right. And so if you have a, a thing that you think you want to be a uh, a panelist for show up in the in the community year round and yeah. that's how you that's and show part of that passion you, yeah, yeah. show yeah. your passion for it even if you're not perfect at it show your passion I know yeah. I, that absolutely applies to me as well I started with Salt Lake Comic Con on more of the ADA and disability side I started volunteering kind of helping them figure out well how do we address this this is a very large crowd that we have coming here and we want to be responsible and they handled that I will hands down say without disclosing anything that I should probably you know, keep to myself. But they handled it more responsibly and more respectfully than any other convention I've ever worked with. And like I said, I've been doing this for over 10 years. It's kind of second nature to me now. But after I got into that, it was, hey, we're doing this panel, we're doing this, we're doing that. Okay, great, yes, I can talk about accessibility, I can talk about representation, we can talk about what media gets right, what is so yeah. wrong. And then once you get into that, they get to know you. And then they can say, well, what else are you interested in? And you can say, well, actually. I, I do want to give props the things to, you love. to them for the disability thing. I went to three of the, the three, three different Fanex and, and Comic-Cons mm -hmm. while I was in a wheelchair. And so I, I've seen firsthand how much they get right. And even when they screwed up, they didn't screw up very big and they fixed it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and they're, they're understanding when there's a mistake. Yeah. I find that there are a lot of places that you can go and accessibility is simply, well, we measured the aisles. Not at Comic-Con. Not at Salt Lake Comic-Con. Salt Lake Comic-Con gets that it is more than that. They recognize invisible disability as mm -hmm. being a real challenge. Yeah. Uh, they have stepped up and gone well beyond what anybody could have expected. And I think for a lot of us in the disability community, that's a big deal. We show up and we expect that everybody's going to be put out by trying to accommodate us we get used to being told that our accommodations are super hard to meet mm -hmm. and so when you get to an event like salt lake comic-con and no your accommodation isn't a huge hassle it's not getting in the way of somebody else it was planned for they knew yeah. mm -hmm. it you feel like you are a special guest of theirs and that they value you so much that they worked hard to make sure that you were comfortable coming to this event you don't get that everywhere that's really rare, and that contributes to the feeling of family that you get with Salt Lake Comic Con that is different from everywhere else. Fanex, obviously the same deal. You have that same ADA team that works so hard, and most of them have a lot of experience within the community, too, so they're not coming from a place where they don't understand. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's really quite beautiful. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's that's where I jumped in, and yet I can talk to the team and talk to other panelists and say, actually, I love comic books. I read way too many comic books. I'm doing this. I'm doing that, and they know that. Oh, well, we need somebody for diversity and this and that and the other yeah. and in comics. And hey, what's your last name again? Oh, Tarkesian. Sure, let's. You're female. You got this foreign sounding last name. You are definitely a brown girl. <laughs> Let's put you over here and see what happens. And it works out great. It ends up being really funny. You end up on some panels that you maybe did not expect to end up on. Yeah. But you can have a great time. Yeah. And I've never been on a panel that I hated. Not ever. Like there's some that you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm prepared for this. And then afterwards you're like, oh, that was a hoot. Yeah. Right? Well, and I find that. We are really lucky that the guests that come to visit us are knowledgeable when they attend a panel, too. Mm -hmm. Some of those questions that come out of the audience are 
awesome. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. I love audience questions. Yeah. And you have one more panel, right, Lucas? Right. So I've got uh, American Gods, Who Do You Worship, oh. on Saturday Ooh, Lucky at devil. <laughs> I am so excited. This book uh, has been my absolute fav- favorite I'm, I'm to anything. The, I'm to the point where he met Easter. Uh, so that's how far I'm oh. in the book. I, I, and I know that's where the, the season left out, but I'm like I'm actually reading the book before I watch the show. So That's actually uh, one of that's the rare idea. times where I, where I recommend that to people. Um, I've read this book probably more times than I've read any other book, including the ones when I was a kid that I mm. only wow. owned three for a while. Um, mm. it, it's amazing, and I feel like the show is better because of the book. And usually yes. I recommend that people watch a show and then read the book right. if the book's right, good. Right, so they can like fill in the gaps afterward. And not be but American Gods, there's so much there, and Neil is such a prolific, brilliant writer. Mm-hmm. The only problem you I have with American more. Gods, I'm sorry, I stepped on you. No. Only I problem I have with American Gods is he didn't put a glossary at the end of the book to tell you what every god is and what their, what culture they belong to. And that's the only problem I have with it. It's a wonderful book, and the that series would have is been great. I could see great that. edition, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, you are so lucky. I wanted on that panel. <laughs> so, so did I. I was ready to just fight whoever what? I needed to fight. I was ready to do some jello wrestling, whatever it took. <laughs> and I still yeah. didn't manage that Me one. Too. When is that panel? That is Saturday at 5. Mm. I think I'll be able to slip in for that one. Nice. Yeah, and see, the, the one thing I'm excited about, like I said, my mom's coming to uh, Comic Con. I really haven't been able to slip into a lot of panels because mm-hmm. Jay doesn't sit through panels, right. especially if it's something that's not cartoons or. Yeah. Something like that. So yeah. I'm excited that I get to see more of your guys' panels this year. Nice. So you're gonna be so missing Jay during that time, though. You know you are. You're gonna be sitting there like, like Jay would have like, hated <laughs> this. <laughs> 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 like, okay, you talking this year. I'm gonna listen to these guys <laughs> <laughs> the other year. <laughs> you're gonna be watching that Twitch like on your phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> listening oh, to Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just. I will remember <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm going to have that downloaded and ready for you on my I'll phone. I'll be sitting in front row, and whenever she's you see me getting sad, you'll just start playing it. And I'll she's like going to get John Cusack to stand in the back of the room with a boombox <laughs> oh, over yeah. his head. There you go. <laughs> Plans are in uh, place. All right, well, this is an extra long episode. Maybe we ought to get yeah, you wrapping up a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, so just... Oh, can I throw one more yeah, thing on? Absolutely. Yeah, for um, sure. So I recently accepted... Uh, Valerie asked me to be... Uh, I don't know what the title is, D- director of panels or something at Wizarding Days. Ooh. Nice. Very cool. And so um, it, it, this is going out before the con, right? Yeah. Okay, so anybody that sees me, if you want an entry for uh, a, pa- a weekend pass for, for Wizarding Days, uh, then I, I am, we're doing a drawing for 20 of them. And so get, get a, a entry slip from me and we'll nice. do that. And James and I can tell you that Wizarding Days is a great It convention. is so it much is. fun. Like, we loved it. I'm so excited for you. There's so much heart and soul poured into that. Oh, I, yeah. You know, it seeing shows. it from the inside. It's great. Yeah. Oh, man. So make sure you catch us all. Uh, if you missed which panels we were on, you could download the app, look for our names. Uh, or Add us to your favorites. I think that maybe yeah. that gets us extra oh, yeah. bonus points yeah, or something, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, I'll carry, maybe I'll carry something with me. And if you show me that you like my Facebook page, maybe oh. I'll... Maybe I'll have a prize for the first five people that do that. There you, you have go. A sheet of stickers. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a banana. <laughs> Get your potassium levels in, people. Uh, but yeah, so just uh, enjoy the con. Uh, find us. We'll be doing stuff. Yeah. And we'll we'll, we'll uh, 
like I said, we'll give you a for sure answer about those giveaways. Probably not until Wednesday, possibly Thursday morning. We'll talk to Dr. Sarah and see <laughs> Who what knows? happens. Maybe we'll have a bunch of Thursday passages throw at you Thursday morning. And and I may just for fun hide in the bushes. Actually, we need to get a picture of you hiding in bushes fun. in front of Comic-Con. With one of our mugs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys all so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Thanks. Uh, we're sorry Dr. Sarah couldn't make it, too. He had some business to attend. and Toilet paper run. That's right. Mm. That's important I usually, stuff. I usually don't mention that in uh, Safe for Work episodes, but that's something special you got if you listened all the way to the end. <laughs> all right. Up, up, and orderly. I always forget what my sign-off is. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.